0: Hola mi gente, Whitney here. You might know me as the owner of Whitney's Naturals, but I am also the founder of Girl Growth Academy. And this is a platform that I created to help share tips on business, money management, credit, and so much more. I wanted to start this platform based on my own personal experiences and mistakes that I made as a young adult. And I wanna help you prevent from making those same mistakes as well. So get ready. We're gonna have lots of educational conversations. I'm also gonna invite experts in these areas to help us learn and grow together, but sit back and relax, enjoy the show, I'm your host, Whitney Harvey hola mi gente Whitney here and I am back with a whole new episode um so in today's episode I actually want to talk to you guys about three different topics but all relating to business I thought about separating these three topics but honestly when I was scripting it it would it was very short you know for each one to discuss and I didn't want to upload just a very short you know episode so I'm instead I'm combining all three of them and I just want to continue on the series with helping you launch your very own business by sharing tips and things that I learned through my journey of launching and operating Whitney's Naturals which if you you don't know that's my own small and growing business where I make and sell skin and hair care products so if you're interested definitely check out my website it's at whitneysnaturals.com but let's go ahead and get started with this episode So the very first episode that I talked to you guys about with regards to launching your own business was about finding your niche. And I hope that you listened to that episode. And if you didn't, definitely feel free to do that. Um, The next step that I would say when launching your very own business is that once you found your niche and something that you're very interested in doing, I would highly suggest that you start brainstorming what kind of business name are you going to give this company? And you want to be very strategic in the way that you, you know, create a name for the business, because number one, Uh, You're going to have to do research. You're going to have to make sure that no one else has this name. No one else has taken it. You're not going to eventually get sued because you're using a name that has already been taken. So once you come up with a name, you want to make sure that you take the proper precautions to legalize it so that way you can, you know, continue to build on your business and not have any issues with anyone else trying to come for you and your business name. Now, the, one of the things that I did when I first launched the name or when I first figured out what name I wanted to give my business, Whitney's Naturals, was that I had a notebook and I just started writing down and letting things flow through my hands and seeing how it feels when I read it, when I would write it. Did it feel right? Because a lot of it is intuition. You know, a lot of it, it, yes, is very strategic, but you start by being very intuitive and figuring out what feels right for you. So that's what I would recommend that you do is just grab a notebook, start writing it down, seeing how it feels when you write it, how it sounds when you say it out loud to yourself and just create a list, create a list of like four or five, even more or less names that you feel, you know, you're comfortable with perhaps using for your business. And then the next thing that I did when I came up with my own business name was that i created a group chat with my closest, closest friends, people that I really trust. And I just started sharing the names with them and asking them for their feedback. And some of them worked, some of them didn't, but the one that always stuck was Whitney's Naturals. It was just basic, simple, catchy to the point. And I just thought that it was a very friendly, you know, name to give to my business. So that's what I suggest that you for you to do is to go and speak to your friends, speak to loved ones, speak to friends and family and just kind of share the names that you have brainstormed and allow them to give you your feedback. And most more than likely, they're going to tell you which one is the one and which one isn't. And you're going to be able to make a much easier decision right after that. Some additional tips that I have when creating your own business name is number one, try to keep it short and sweet. Uh, don't tr- come up with a name that's really too long. Also, a name that is kind of hard to pronounce. And you also don't want to tie your name just to one thing. Like, let's say you want to launch a t shirt line. I wouldn't start the business off by calling it T shirts by Whitney. Instead, I would make something more general based because you never know if in the future you decide that you want to launch jeans, shorts, shoes. You don't want to just like narrow yourself down to one specific thing. And also, feel free to like look up companies that sell the same or similar thing you're interested in selling and just kind of being inspired by the names that they have with their within their businesses. I'm not telling you to copy them. I just think that when you're looking at other people who are in places of where you want to be, you kind of start studying them and trying to see what, you know, what caused this, how did they do this or do that? And I think that it will inspire you and something may perhaps spark when trying to come up with a business name. So for the next step, once you figured out a list of names or just one name that you're interested in using is to start finding out if this name is actually available. Can I use this as a domain name? And a domain, if you don't know, is the website address that you use to type in the search engine to find your website. Uh, You wanna make sure that it's available for you to trademark, it's available for you to get an LLC, it's available for you to get your DBA doing business as. So I'm gonna share with you guys some websites that you can use so that you can track down and see if these names actually available so for domain if you want to make sure that it's available i would suggest that you go to godaddy.com they have a platform there where you can go ahead and just insert the business name or maybe you can just go to google and just type um, check if domain is available and it'll the first website that's going to pop up is going to be godaddy if you want to find out if your uh, name is available for dba you have to go to your local county clerk's office and have them check on their database And you can also go to legalzoom.com and check if your name is available for you to go ahead and get an LLC. If you want to run your business as a limited liability company or a sole proprietorship, like you have to, you know, check that out and make sure that the name is available for you to use. So perfect. Now you have figured out that your name is available for you to use. And I would highly encourage you to hurry up, get you a domain name, purchase it. If you're going to use a platform Shopify, you're able to purchase a domain on there. That's the one, the main one that I'm most familiar with. So I'm just going to encourage you to do that. Um, I'm sure I think Gold da- GoDaddy as well, you can purchase your domain name there. Any other places I'm not aware of, but yeah, highly encourage you to start purchasing your domain name, start getting your DBA if you're able to. I know a lot of the times when we're launching our very first business, we don't have a lot of capital. So I would, if there's anything that I want you to do, maybe you you are, you know, starting off with low capital, is to at least get your domain name. Purchase that and then worry about the rest as you grow. All right, so for the next topic. I want to encourage you to start now before you even launch your business. Start now with figuring out who your target market is. I've talked about this so many times in my YouTube videos because I swear this is something that is so important. It is imperative that you take very serious when launching your very own business. I'll share with you some of the mistakes that I made when I because I didn't come up with a target market and I'll just quickly go over it. When I first started Whitney's Naturals, I thought, you know, I wanted to please everyone. Once I figured out, okay, this is a business I want to pursue, I I wanted to please everyone. It didn't matter if it was men, women, babies, whatever. And that was a huge mistake on my part because at the time I only had demand coming in from women, women who wanted my hair tonics that I was making at home, women who wanted to purchase my natural deodorants, my natural body butters, which were, you know, kind of scented in a way to target women as well. And I didn't take that into account so immediately I started launching different products for different people and I started overbuying things that I didn't need or things that I eventually didn't use like for example when I wanted to start the men line I purchased a whole bunch of containers and I remember they were the color amber because I'm like I think for male I want to target them with these amber bottles purchased probably like 300 400 bottles. And when I tell you, I probably sold, I can count with one hand, like how many men purchased from me within the male products. And that's because I didn't create a demand. I had no men was interested in my business. The only men that were interested were the boyfriends of the girlfriend of the girls who would purchase from me. So that was a huge mistake on my part. Also babies, like I didn't gain enough trust from people to, you know, trust me with making baby products. So that was a very huge hurdle for me when I wanted to launch baby products. I wanted, I should have, what I should have done done is what I'm telling you to do is to start off by making your target market list and just start off by becoming and being the expert in this one area of your business. And once you're able to get, you know, a loyal following, a loyal customer base, you have a high conversion rate, you have a high returning customer rate, then you can go ahead and start considering launching off new products in different sections of your business. Once I found out for me that, you know, the importance of having a target market immediately, I'm a very DIY person. If you follow me on social media, shout out to you but you would know that like i'm always making things at home and one of the things that i recently made was a planner a business planner which i'm always talking about and in the planner i made sure to make a template a checklist of target market and that way i can always have it visible to me i always can reference it maybe i'm making an ad on facebook and i'll talk to you guys about the importance of it later on for making an ad but maybe i'm making an ad and i need to use it as a reference i have it available for me to review and some of the things that I added on my target market checklist include like what gender am I targeting? What is their age range? And you want to be very specific with the age range. Like don't go too vague because when I first started, I wanted to please from age zero to age however old. And that's just too wide of a margin for me to try to target. You also want to write down where do they live? Because at the end of the day, are you only selling in the United States? Are you selling perhaps products that are spe- or things that are specific to the state or city that you live in? Be very specific with that. What is the annual monthly or annual or monthly income to the people that you're targeting? Are these people maybe low income? Are they middle class? Are they higher class? Are you selling luxury? You also want to include like, what is your educational background? This is the thing that you're selling. Great for people who maybe have their masters. Great for people who are in college. Great for people who are in high school, middle school. Be very specific. Are these people employed? You also want to target, you know, what they're, you also want to check what their occupation is, what kind of job, you know, or a range of jobs that they could be working in. Are these people entrepreneurs? Is your product going to help people who specifically work at home or work, I don't know, on computers all day, like their values, their nationality, what kind of interests do they have? Also, when you go on Facebook, when it's time for you to start creating ads, it's going to ask you all of these questions, literally. And you want to make sure that you're very specific. So that way you have the most reach, for the ads that you eventually create for your business. Um, Some additional things that I wrote on my checklist include hobbies, what TV and radio stations does your customer listen to or watch, where do your customers shop, because that's very important. For example, when I'm creating an ad on Facebook and I get to the question on where my customers shop, I'm making sure to put in places like Sephora, Ulta, places where they sell, you know, lots of skin and hair care products that people go and purchase so that way they can try to get to know and be exposed to my products as well. Trust me, by going down and making or filling out a a target market checklist and knowing exactly who you're targeting at the very beginning of your business, you're going to be much more advanced than I was when I first launched Whitney's Naturals. And like I said earlier, it's gonna eventually change. Like when I first started, I should have just stuck with women, but now that I'm much more advanced in my business, I have a lot more ra- you know, range, I have been able to reach a lot more people. Now I'm able to eventually launch something like a men's product line, and it'll do much better than it did when I first decided to launch the men's product line. So this actually leads me right into my third topic that I wanted to discuss with you guys today, and that's just becoming the expert in whatever it is that you want to launch your business in. When launching whatever business you're launching, you want to make sure that you become the expert first because you want people to think of you as like okay this is my go-to person this is the google of skin skin care products that i want to go to that i'm always going to trust because they know what they're talking about you want to educate yourself in whatever it is that you sell and become the expertise you want to make sure you know what you're talking about you want to make sure that you know anytime someone asks you a question relating to something that you're interested in you know the response and by becoming the expert you naturally become the person that they trust like i said people are going to trust you because you know what you're talking about and you know what you're doing and this can be you know translated into many other aspects like for example when running your social media platforms you want to make sure and I've done the mistake several times of doing this so that's why I'm sharing it with you there have been times where I just just continue to post product photos or continue to post whatever products that I'm selling and instead I need to I always have to remind myself like Whitney you need to start posting more about things that you are very familiar with that you are an expert in, so people know that of you and people know what to expect from you and that's quality and that's intelligence and whatever thing that I'm you know trying to sell to them because it can be very easy for us to get lost in just promoting products and not promoting the fact that we're very (laughs) incompetent in what it is that we are doing our business in so whether that means that you have to read books you have to go to seminars you have to find mentors in these areas of which that you want to launch your business in and it also depends because for example when you're starting a clothing line if you just want a trendy clothing line you don't really need you have to be an expert because you have to know what merchandise to purchase but it's not like you have to teach these people about the clothes but i think that in other in other business areas for especially for mine where i sell skin and hair care products or if you're someone that sells i don't know fishing tools sports equipments things like that there are many businesses that we launch that we have to make sure we're the expert in and that we can demonstrate that clearly to our customers Not only does becoming an expert build trust within us and our customers or potential customers, but it also eventually does convert into sales and that's obviously the Bigger picture on why most of the time we're launching our very own business is to one provide something for a consumer that can help change their life, and additionally to that, in return, we make sales and we're able to continue to build and grow our business so that we can always produce these amazing things for these customers. And yeah, guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode. These are the three main topics that I wanted to combine together because as you can see, this video or this episode is kind of short, and I didn't want to just upload like a five minute episode. (laughs) But I hope you you guys enjoyed it and i'm very excited to launch my very next episode on relating to business and launching your very own business if you guys enjoyed this episode dejame un comentario leave me your feedback write a review let me know in my dms that you heard this podcast i'm very excited about it and yeah as always you guys thank you so much for listening this is your host whitney harvey and i'll see you guys next time bye